I'm Dr. Sterling. I'm a board certified OBGYN and mom. Welcome to the Becoming Moms podcast, where I give you the step-by-step to optimizing your physical and emotional wellness in pregnancy so you can create a nourishing environment for your baby, your family, and yourself. The information shared in this podcast is intended for general education purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard in this podcast. All right, lovelies, let's dive in to this week's episode. You are listening to a bonus episode of Becoming Moms. And not just that, you are listening to my pregnancy diary. At the beginning of my third and likely last pregnancy, I decided to document the experience and I have not held anything back. I talk about my fears, my emotions, how I'm feeling and coping. It's about to get real. Hello there. All right. So I want to talk in this episode of my pregnancy diary, I want to talk a little bit about a birth fears. So I am 35 weeks. I did not get around to doing my 33 week pregnancy diary because uh, yeah, shit's getting real. This baby is coming and I am not quite ready for it. So we're multitasking here. As you can see, I am getting ready, doing a quick coat of um, nail polish, not because um, I particularly have time for this, but my nails are chipped and I don't have time to take off the nail polish. So, you know, anyway, moving on. So I am 35 weeks and my baby is cephalic, breech, transverse, all over the place. This is something new for me. I have Celeste, my first, was breech for a few weeks um, in my third trimester. And that was really, really stressful um, for me because I was very worried about having needing a C-section and I had this whole plan for what my birth experience was going to be like. So that was really stressful for me. It is, um, but Oliver was always head down and you know, I'm now 35 weeks and sometimes this baby is head down and sometimes this baby is breech. And people have asked me, you know, how I know. And it's, you know, I'm trained to know I can feel Um, where I'm feeling fetal movement, I can feel the hiccups, I can feel the head. Um, So not something that I necessarily expect most people to be able to to tell where their baby is positioned. And truthfully, that's maybe not the worst thing. Um, I actually was looking for this study and I couldn't, looking pretty good, Um, and I couldn't find it. So I have to keep looking. But I did read a study a few years ago about... um, people who know that they are breech are less their babies less likely to turn than people who don't know that their baby is breech so i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing if you don't know what position your baby is in but um i don't you know i don't remember the specifics of that study so i've got to um look look into it a little a little more so anyway um there's a very real possibility um at this point that I could be breech when it's time for for labor. Um, If baby is breech, when I go in for my next appointment, we'll probably schedule what's called an external cephalic version. And I've done some um, posts on that here on Instagram. And if you're a member of uh, sterlingparents.com, I have a whole 
um, fact sheet on it and a whole um, video explaining how it's done and everything and, and how we can um, increase the chances that it will work to actually turn baby into the head down position. So I would definitely elect for what we call an ECV. However, the fact that baby is so easily turning, it doesn't mean that even if I, you know, he's going into cephalic position, he's going head down. He's just then also reverting. So there's a very real possibility. Um, unstable lie is an indication for C-section, meaning we can't be assured that you're not going to, you know, while you're in labor, flip. So if, um, you know, if baby is head down, um, when on the, you know, in my time of induction, we may start the induction, but if baby flips in the middle of that, you know, that's for me, that's, <laughs> I'm not attempting a, a vaginal breach delivery. Um, this, I think this baby is going to be big. It is my third baby. I'm not a terrible candidate for it. I don't even know if there's a provider who would be available who could do it. But honestly, for me, even if there was a provider who was available, wouldn't be a cho choice that I made because I have a professional trauma from breech deliveries. Um, so I just, I, I wouldn't be able to be calm during that. I would be so freaked out. Um, I've seen a head entrapment before, and that's when the head gets stuck um, in the cervix. So I, I could not stay calm during that. So yeah, for me, it would be a C-section. And that's just a personal decision. I'm not saying that, you know, nobody's a good candidate for vaginal breach, not at all, um, but for me. So this brings up the issue of, for, you know, what I wanna talk about is birth fears. And, um, you know, it's something I talk about with members of sterlingparents.com all the time. And I think it comes up, especially because so many people are really told that the goal is to not have any fear about birth. And I think that's a ridiculous goal. Um, and here's why. Okay, let's pause here because I want to share a free resource with you. If you are pregnant or trying to conceive, you may be feeling a little stressed, trying to make sure you're doing all the right things. And of course you are. This is your baby, right? It's your family and you care a lot. And there's a lot of information and opinion out there. Much of it is conflicting about what you should and shouldn't do. And it can be really overwhelming when you're figuring it out all on your own. So I created a free class to help you reduce stress and optimize your wellness and pregnancy. In this class, I'm going to review four simple ways you can make your pregnancy easier and healthier so that you can spend your time and energy nourishing yourself and your baby in pregnancy. So head over to thebestpregnancyclass.com to grab your free spot in this incredible free class. One, I don't want anybody to actually be afraid when they're in labor, um, but I don't think that trying to push fears away is a way to actually help anybody because when we push fear away, when we, you know, don't allow ourselves to acknowledge our fears when we deny them. It actually makes them more powerful. And um, it's just, you know, it, there's actually, you know, um, some neuroscience behind that in terms of activating aversion pathways. When we say, oh, I shouldn't be thinking this, um, we activate aversion pathways in our brain that actually, you know, 
um, it's like the idea that something that's taboo that you're not supposed to think is something that comes up a lot. So I, I don't find it helpful. And here's why. It is not unreasonable to have fears about birth. It's just, you know, we know that this is, um, that this is a very real, um, very intense experience. Even when all goes well, it's a very intense experience. And we know there are risks. I mean, at, we know that there are risks of complications. We know that there are risks to both the pregnant, per, the pregnant birthing person and the baby. So to say, to put pressure on ourselves to have no fear about this situation is, um, I think, unrealistic. I think it's much better. <laughs> I think it's much better to accept um, and uh, approach our fears and our concerns with warm acceptance. And that looks something like, you know, I'm, I'm afraid about something bad happening in my labor. And that's because I am aware that while rare, these complications do occur. And it's something I care a lot about. It's my life. It's my child. If you have other children, you may be thinking about them. And so approaching that with like, you know, most likely everything's going to be fine. But the fact that I'm feeling a little anxious or worried about this doesn't mean that I'm doing something wrong. Now, of course, worries and anxieties and fears can cross, cross over into um, when they're really disruptive. It can be a sign of something more serious, like either an anxiety disorder or true phobia. Tocophobia is a fear of birth. Typically, people know that they are they have a fear of birth even prior to ever being pregnant. So it will be something that um, oftentimes people will get count sometimes it will prevent people from getting pregnant. And so it's something that, you know, um, it is a very real phobia and it is something that people need, you know, um, uh, mental health preparation for. They need support, therapy, all of that. So there is certainly a level to which you need additional support from a mental health care provider if you're dealing with severe anxieties, worries, um, and phobias of birth. That aside, I think that for most people, there is a healthy dose of fear that comes up when anything big happens in life and anything new. Um, and there's a certain element, for me, there's a certain element of uh, a fear or worries in knowing that the lead up to this birth is not as simple as I would like. I would like this baby just to be head down and staying head down. And I can, you know, I've had two vaginal births. I know what to expect there. And this, this outlier of this, you know, his position changing is certainly making me a little bit more concerned. I am actually okay having a C-section. And that is something that was not the case with, definitely wasn't the case with my first. I think I was less open to it with my third. And it's, I guess it's unusual that here I am on my fourth and I should be so gung-ho for vaginal delivery, but I am not totally against it. I think a lot of my fears about cesarean birth were from this idea that, um, you know, I've had two abdominal surgeries before. I really wanted to avoid surgery again on my abdomen, but at the end of the day, I had such I had such a beautiful birth experience with Oliver and that was the, his birth was the exact opposite of what I had wanted with Celeste. Celeste was medication free, very low intervention. I mean, I didn't even have an IV when I gave birth. And then Oliver was, you know, an induction epidural and it was so, so, so beautiful. And I have been a part of so many beautiful cesarean births. I mean, truly some of the most beautiful births I've been a part of have been belly births. And so I think that I, you know, 
while it is there's a lot of unknown going on right now. And so that is a cause of a little bit of worry, anxiety for me. But again, I'm just approaching this instead of saying, oh, I shouldn't be worried about it. I'll just be happy to have a healthy baby. Those are the messages we get from the outside world, right? So instead of doing that, I'm approaching myself with kindness. Like, yeah, this is different You've than you've experienced before. You know that there are some increased risks with C-section. It's, it's only natural to feel a little bit worried about it and to have some fears. Um, and that's okay. It's okay. And I don't have to push them away. I don't have to do anything about that. I just warmly acknowledge them and we'll see what happens. You know, the unknown is just like, it's a factor in pregnancy. It's a factor in parenting. And it's something that fortunately now that I'm on my third, I've gotten a little bit more comfortable with, but was much more difficult for me to handle in my first pregnancy. So if you are dealing with uh, fears about childbirth. One, if you are dealing with this and you're a member of sterlingparents.com, you know, either send me a direct message on our private Instagram account or come to our Zoom office hours and let's talk it out. And we can come up with a plan for what you can do to kind of feel um, more confident as you enter your birth and talk about some things that you can do um, once labor gets started or, you know, it's the night before your C-section or anything. We can talk specifically about what you can do to, um, you know, uh, navigate these fears and anxieties. If you, um, if you're not a member of sterlingparents.com, um, you know, one, something to consider, but also just, um, knowing that education around childbirth, both vaginal birth and, and, and C-section is something that's really crucial to helping people, um, relieve some of those, those fears and anxieties. That's something that is included in the Sterling Parents membership. So we have all of the, we have classes to prepare you for, for vaginal birth, a low intervention of birth, an epidural, VBAC, scheduled and unscheduled C-sections. We have all of that preparation and we do it a little bit differently than most. We really focus on getting to, you know, People will oftentimes say, I want this type of birth. We really believe in getting to the why behind that and exploring that. And um, our, our members have had uh, really wonderful success with um, approaching their birth that way. I wish I could go back and have approached my first birth that way. So anyway, fear about childbirth is natural. It is common and it is not necessarily a problem. So if it is, you know, make, if you are not able to sleep, if you are, you know, it is interrupting your life, this fear, this is, this is something that, you know, more support may be needed and you need to talk to your OB, um, you know, talk to, uh, find a therapist who, who is, has dealt with this before and, um, and address it because there is a certain level of fear that, can be debilitating and nobody deserves that. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my pregnancy diary, my 35 week pregnancy diary. And uh, until next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Becoming Moms. If you were looking for more support from me during your pregnancy journey, head over to sterlingparents.com to learn more about our membership. The Sterling Parents membership now comes with a private Instagram account where members can send me direct messages 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Pregnancy is hard. You deserve support. Head over to sterlingparents.com to get the best support available for your pregnancy.